And of course, just as my dog, just as I decide to hit live, my dog decides to bark downstairs. <laughs> All right. Hello and welcome to the family. I'm Melissa Kretschler, and this is giving you something to talk about live TV. I'm an identity coach, spiritual teacher, and the host of this show. So today we're going to be talking about victim mentalities. Sorry, I have something in my eye. Of course. Um, we're going to be talking about victim mentality today, what it means and how traumatic even victim mentality can be after you've been victimized. So our episode today has been sponsored by a Phoenix identity in the description of this video, you can go and check them out at phoenixidentity.com. They've also linked well, which is my company. So I've also linked my blog post on victim mentality. If you'd like to go and take a look at that. We're also offering a life crisis package. It is a three month coaching package for anybody who feels like their life is out of control and just going absolutely crazy. So again, for anybody watching or catching the replay, if you would like to be a guest on the show, please reach out, please like and follow us on all our socials and sign up for our newsletter at justalivetv.com. All right, so today my guest joining me is Philandis Stavall, and I hope I said that correctly. Um, I'm going to hand it over for you to introduce yourself. Hi, everyone. My name is Philanda Stola. I am the CEO, founder of Ziggy Checking Kids. Um, I'm an entrepreneur in every way. Um, I'm also an NAACP author of um, a memoir, um, also a children's book. Um, I do it all from business side to, I mean, behind the scenes or front of the camera. So, <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Well, I'm very <laughs> excited to have you here. And I'm very excited to talk about this topic because victim mentality, you can't even speak today. Victim mentality for me is a very important topic because I think that victim mentality, when people feel like they're a victim, it creates a lot of other issues in their life, right? And so I want to share a part of the blog that we did at Phoenix Identity. I want to, I just want to, I searched Google when I did, um, when I first did the show uh, or first did this blog, I had searched Google on what the definition of an actual victim is, like what, what the word victim means. And it says a person harmed, injured, or killed as a result of a crime, accident, or other event or action. Now, the word victimized means to make a victim of, and then I Googled victim mentality, and it's victim mentality is an acquired personality trait in which a person tends to recognize themselves as a victim of the negative actions of others and to behave as if this were the case in the face of contrary evidence such of such circumstances. Victim mentality depends on clear thought processes and attribution. Now, I want to start this episode by saying we in no way are shaming, blaming, putting guilt or judgment on anybody who feels like they are a victim. That is not what this episode is about. This episode is all right. about um, the individuals, ourselves included, because don't get me wrong, we can go there at times, right? Victim mentality right. is a mentality. It's a mindset. It is when you feel like you are constantly a victim when anything anybody says or does puts you into a victim status, right? And there are some right. people who are consistently in that victim mentality and it's a very negative space to be. Um, and it causes a lot of very negative actions or reactions, very negative choices. Um, what, do you, what do you think about victim mentality? Um. I think, yeah, I, I think it is. I think it's not taking responsibility um, for experiences or what you may have done to cause um, something, or even if you didn't cause it, um, but still just taking that accountability and that responsibility um, to not stay in that same place of whatever happened to you. Yeah. For me, yeah. for me, you're only a victim in the moment. Now there are people who are 
we're victimized every day, whether that's with a word, whether that's with a thought or an action. Um, for many of us, and when I say this, please don't come at me, but when, whether it's a small variation of being a victim or a large variation of being a victim, and that changes for everybody. Um, somebody inappropriately touching you or touching your butt, right? Or the fact that one of our viewers, um, you know, wants us to pray for them so that they can find a good wife. Um, that's, <laughs> that's totally great. But at the same time, we are, you know, I totally lost my train of thought there, but victim mentality, we're a victim in the moment, right? We are only a victim in the moment. If somebody comes into your house and they, um, oh, I know where I was going with that. So I apologize. I'm going to backtrack a little bit. So if somebody inappropriately touches, if somebody touches your shoulder, right? For some people, right. that may be they may feel victimized, right? If they're living still in the fear of being abused or the fear of being assaulted or anything along those lines, that could be a very traumatic touch, right? Right. That's, that's, that's unprocessed victimization. Absolutely, that's unprocessed victimization. Victim mentality right. is when you're sitting in a room and somebody makes a comment not directed at you, not meant for you. There's no intention of it being towards you, but they are, they take it within themselves. I can't right. believe you just said that. Right. And that's victim mentality is when you take a situation an action or a belief and perceive it to be offensive to you. That's victim mentality. Right. What are your experiences with victim mentality? <clears throat> um, I've had a lot of experiences. <laughs> um, the most recent one was um, due to like stalkers and hackers. Um, and when people try to, you know, use their narcissistic um, statistics or uh, tactics rather, you know, and flip the situation on who they wronged um, in order to, I guess, you know, act like they don't know what they've been doing or are doing and um, make the person who, who is actually the victim like I've done nothing but you know live, live in my life minding my business and they take the situation and completely try to victimize themselves um and out of this whole situation um I know I've been getting wrong been getting stalked getting slandered and illegally accessed all of the above and below <laughs> and um, my thing was not to, like me, my whole thing is like, I just want my peace. I just wanted to stop. Um, I don't want to stay in this place of constantly going through the same thing. Like there's no, no one in their right mind wants to continue to deal with something like that. And um, it's like, I just wanted to be over and done with. I just want to move forward with my life. That's my mentality. But in the same sense, it's like, I'm having to, it's like, I'm the narcs, the narcs tactic is to make me stay in this place where I'm constantly um, giving them a reaction because they feel, they feed off of that. And so it's, it can cause me, if I wasn't strong enough mentally and spiritually, it would cause me to stay in this place. And I'm just, um, I'm having to continue to shift. I'm shifting how I'm supposed to, but instead of how they want me to. Because like I said, when it comes to, they, they feed off of and thrive off of negative energy in certain reactions. So I'm having to um, 
in the sense it's like you, you're having to play mind games and it's it's annoying <laughs> um at the same sense um and so I'm, I'm having to make sure I don't get to a place um and I, well I know I'm not at that place like I know I was wrong or whatever but I'm, I'm just not allowing them to make me stay there um so yeah I think that's my, my current experience um another experience I guess you know just you know past relationships you know knowing that you were you know it happens to everybody you know life when it comes to certain situations and knowing that um people have to grow everybody's not ready for what you're ready for um so yeah that i mean that's my experience when it comes to victim mentality but it always rolls back sometimes you know when the, the like i said the person who have wronged you they they want to say well you did this and you did that and that made me do like no you did that because you wanted to you know do whatever you wanted to do you're going to do that <laughs> or already doing that to begin with yeah and so um yeah, sometimes it's, it's, it's not allowing um, people to put you in a victim mentality, if that's the thing as well. <laughs> I just, yeah. <laughs> there, there's really three stages, or, or not three stages, but three variations to victim mentality. So the first one is, you know, when you've been victimized and you haven't processed it, right? If you haven't, pro and there's no shame, blame, or judgment in that. If you've been right. a victim, um, and I'm going to backtrack for a second. Um, okay. When you, so when you're a victim, like if somebody broke into your house right now, you'd mm -hmm. be a victim right now. Right, right. Right. But as soon as they leave, you've been victimized. You're no longer a victim. At that moment, you're no longer a victim you've been victimized it's past tense right being a victim right. is current it's not past tense it's current right. now for people who are still okay. in that victim mode and it's it's very common if you've been had if you've had a break-in um if your sense of security has been threatened by a break-in by a fire by anything right if your sense right. of safety and security has been breached obviously that takes a while to process there's like I said, no shame, no blame in any of that, right? You it does right. take time. But you're you're not a victim once it's over. You right. become somebody who was victimized. Right. Right. In the same. Right. Yeah. Right. So right. the first stage of or the first variation of vic of being, you know, in a victim mentality is not having that process, right? and remaining right. a victim continuously after that, right? Is if right. you don't process it, you remain in a victim mentality. That's traumatic to your mindset, right? Like that's a very negative mindset to be in, in a victim mentality. The second one, right. and they're all very negative. But the second one, the second variation is when you do things or perceive things as to always be a victim, right? So yeah. If somebody says no to you, you act as if you're a victim. If somebody says something that's not intentionally meant to hurt you, you act as though you're a victim, right? That's a victim mm -hmm. mentality. That's like the second variation of a victim mentality is <clears throat> taking absolutely everything somebody does and making yourself a victim. Right. Then there is the third variation of victim mentality that goes hand in hand with narcissists, where mm -hmm. a narcissist will never take, and, and narcissism is truly rare. Um, an actual narcissistic diagnosis is 1%. Um, there are very few true diagnosed narcissists. Um, we all have narcissistic tendencies. It's not right. Like we all have it and that's totally normal, right? It's normal and normal. It's natural for us to have narcissistic tendencies, but somebody who is a narcissist, a true narcissist who's that's living, 
will make themselves a victim or a savior. There is no in-between. There's, they, they take no blame. They mm-hmm. take no accountability, no responsibility for their actions. They right. are completely and utterly either a victim or a savior. Now I was raised by one of those. So I, I quite in-depthly know um, the victim mentality of, of a narcissist. Um, so that one I'm very, I'm very familiar on all of them, but that one is, is one that I'm very passionate about. Um, but again, when we are truly victimized, when we are a victim, it's in the moment. Once that moment passes, we are no longer a victim. We are, we are somebody, uh, you know, who has been victimized. That's when we start processing. That's when we start moving forward. Um, and and truly start that healing process right when you start the healing process of being a a victim mentality I've known people who who uh you know some of my uh, one of my closest friends or a couple of my closest friends uh growing up lived in a victim mentality everything was taken as an offense or as an affront or you know taken internalized and you couldn't say or do anything without triggering their victim mentality, right? Victim mentality is a mindset that is individualized as a person. Uh, We have a question. I don't mean to interrupt, but I want to ask if a narcissist can stop being a narcissist if they go through healing or is a trait of character that never changes. So it depends if the person is truly a narcissist. Like I said, it is 1% of the population that is truly diagnosed as a narcissist. And I do get that information from a clinical psychologist who did their dissertation on that topic. Um, all of us have, since we when because we all have narcissistic tendencies or narcissistic traits, there are ways to go through healing and go through awareness, self-identity, self-awareness, uh, which is one of the things that our sponsor today does is goes through the entire identity process. Um, it is possible to change the behaviors and the beliefs and the processes, but um, changing somebody's actual identity where a narcissist, their identity is that of a narcissist, um, the truly diagnosed narcissist. It is a mental health condition that is, um, uh, I, I missed uh I'm not a medical professional, so I can't say that absolutely it could be done for the healing process, but for people who aren't true narcissists, there are ways to work around uh, narcissistic tendencies, for sure. Sorry. Go ahead. (laughs) Oh, no, you're fine. (laughs) I was listening. So for you, um, you and I had talked about, you know, situations. We all go through traumatic experiences. We all do. We are, we all have situations. It's either events, um, things that people say, things, things that people do that make us feel victims, make us feel like victims. Right. Um, you know, when I, and and I'm going to say this bluntly when I lost my dog. Right. And that seems very, that, that seems very trivial. Right. It seems very trivial. But when I lost my dog, I was a victim of death at that point. Not not myself personally, but that was a situation that made me feel like a victim. There are situations, I have lots of situations that have made me feel like a victim, but I've never been one to um, wholeheartedly fall into that victim mentality where I do know how to correct it, but I've, I've, I've always known how to correct it. So it's never been something that I've, taken upon myself, but I have seen other people. So you were telling me about a situation where um, you could have been put into a victim mentality. Actually, I, I can explain one of them. Uh, when I was 17, um, I was forced into a career that I didn't want to be in. Um, and it was by somebody that I loved and somebody that I was very close to. And they forced me into, um, again, a a career path that I didn't want to be in. And when I left 
that that situation um I could have I was terrified I was absolutely terrified I was victimized I was you know I was basically trafficked and in being trafficked it was horrifying it was you know I I'm not going to say there that I that there was a lot of a lot of I definitely didn't have um, a lot of the experiences that other people did with it. Um, right. So, so it wasn't for me, it wasn't absolutely horrific. And I know that there are a lot of situations where it can be, and it absolutely is. Um, I wasn't forced into drugs. I wasn't forced into um, harming myself, but at the same time, I was forced into that career at that time. And with that being said, when I moved, when I left that situation, I looked over my shoulder all of the time. I was terrified that they were going to get me. I was terrified to leave my house or go into any areas that I knew that they would be. And in that sense, I was in a victim mentality at that point because I had been victimized, right? And so the fear, the fear of that victimization was absolutely there, but I healed that and I fought it and I, and I, changed it into something bigger and something better for myself I healed that but at the same time I could have stuck there I could have become an absolute recluse I could have never left my home I could have you know any comment or any behavior from somebody else could have put me right back into that victim mentality and I could have fed off of it and I could have spent the rest of my life doing absolutely nothing because I was too terrified in that victim mentality. Right. You could have, you could have turned like anything negative. You could have been an additional negative <laughs> so that and instead you, you chose to make it a positive yep. with your mindset and your mentality. So, yep. And that's the thing now. I'm, you know, that's shoot 20 years ago. Oh, wow. 22 years ago. Yeah. And now I'm an advocate for it. Now I, I'm not an advocate. Like I don't, I, I don't go out of my way to, to be an advocate for that, but I do understand the mentality behind it. I do, right. you know, I yeah. can speak to people having various different, you know, I was molested as a child. I was forced into prostitution in my teens. I was, you know, there, there's a lot of things that I've done in my lifetime that have made me mentally stronger, but also made me more aware, right? right? I don't look at sex workers the same way other people do. Right. I don't. Right, because you don't know the circumstances behind, you know, you don't know the full circumstances behind that person or their situation. So yeah. you can't be a judge, I would, be a judge and look down on somebody because you don't know yeah. the fullness of it. I was... And half of the people that judge, like, I mean, they've either... Um, sometimes the people that judge be the ones who do the soliciting. <laughs> and they try to do things to keep the spotlight off of them yeah so you have to Look be conscious of that i i read an article today that was posted a long time ago i don't know why i i was oh i was scrolling facebook you know how facebook has the watch right so i was scrolling facebook's yeah. watch and i watched um karaoke in the car is it with oh yeah Okay, so they had, is it Misos or Misos? I, I've, I haven't actually heard the, the name. Um, it's with Offset Quora. Or, I think I. So Offset is actually Cardi B's husband. Right. And so I was going through and then I Googled him and cause I always do that, I'm weird. I like to Google people. So I Googled <laughs> Offset and I, I thought that he, had, he was Cardi B's husband. And so then I clicked on Cardi B and I was looking at news, like just random stuff about her, right? And right. I found an article that was done about, you know, uh, 40 facts about Cardi B 
or or whatever that looks like, right? 40 packs about Cardi B. And right. so she's been very open and honest on the fact that she was a stripper. Right. You look at somebody like Cardi B, who is a multi-million dollar powerhouse of a woman who is in the spotlight, in the media, who went from being, you know, somebody who worked in a market to this absolutely amazing woman, <laughs> an artist, and, right. you know, people could judge her for being a stripper. They could judge her for everything that she's gone through, but right. she doesn't. And she's very, been very vocal about it. And she's very, very authentic about her past, right? She didn't allow right. that. She wasn't a victim in that. She chose that because at the right. time she needed to, or so it says. I, I, I've, I've never actually talked. To her, exactly. so. But right. there like, are yeah. people who choose to be in the situations that they're in because it's better than what they're living. There are people who choose to do things or say things. Victim mentality, in a lot of ways, depending on the variation, is a choice. Right. It is absolutely a choice. And I don't, you know, we have a choice going further if you've been victimized, right? So let's say, again, if your house gets broken into, and at that moment, you're a victim. Once it's over, you've been victimized, right? Let's right. say you didn't have an alarm, right? Let's say you didn't have an alarm or, you know, you left your doors unlocked or what have you, right? You learned something from that. Okay, maybe I'm going to lock, make sure my doors are locked. Triple, triple check that all my doors and windows are locked. Maybe I'm going right. to install a security system with a camera. Maybe I'm going to, you know, buy a dog and train it right. to protect our family. Whatever that looks like, right? Right. You can also, you can be attentive more, be attentive to your surroundings. Yep. Like there are people who literally will watch you know, you all day, every day, or like I said, have illegal access so they can listen to, you know, learn your routine. So you have to be aware and not naive to like, it's happening in this world. Like, mm -hmm. um, not that, you know, you want to go through life, you know, saying, oh, I have to stay on my toe, tippy toes all day, every day, but you need to be aware. There are good humans, you know, and there are people that are evil and do cruel and mean things to others. Um, so you, you just have to be aware and attentive to your surroundings, um, the people around you, like what times am I coming in? Like what time of the day did that happen? You know, the break-in, you know, because it may be a sign that have, you know, that possibly showed you that it was done something of that nature could have happened or was going to or may happen in the future so you just have to um as i say go through life being aware too yeah um and attentive to not only yourself but to others and just the things that happen in this world because it's happening too often yeah. um to not be aware yeah so you can finish what you said i'm sorry um <laughs> For everybody watching or catching the replay, when I say that you have a choice, I'm not saying that I would never uh, be the type of person to say that they asked for it or right. anything along those lines, right? I don't care what you're wearing. I don't care where you are. I don't care what you're doing. Right. Yes, we put ourselves in, in some situations that we probably shouldn't, but you can never control somebody else's actions. You can and, never yeah. control somebody else's thoughts or beliefs or anything along those lines. You can only control yourself, right? right. So remembering that victim mentality is a mindset. Being a victim is not. Being right. a victim is being a victim to somebody else's choice, action, or situation. It is not something that you automatically choose. Now, obviously, if you are speeding down the street and you get hit or you hit somebody else, no, if you get hit, 
well, maybe you shouldn't have been speeding. I'm not saying the other person was at fault, but you know what I mean? Right. There, there's always, if you're walking across the road and you're not watching where you're going and there's no stop sign, you know, you put yourself in a very dangerous situation. Right. Instead that, of- It's what you call, yeah, it's, I just, it just can't, it's called like, those things like that that happen, it's called like a cause and effect pretty much in a way yeah certain things are cause and effect yep and i don't i don't care whether you're spiritual or not people so don't i won't push my spirituality on you this isn't a spiritual thing we all have gut instinct our gut instinct is our intuition (laughs) right it's our it's our it's our intuition our, our higher knowing our sixth sense our gut instinct, our mother's instinct, whatever you want to call it, we all are intuitive beings, right? Whether you are spiritual or not, we have those gut feelings, right? When you know who you are and you're living authentically to yourself and you know your body and you know your mind and and you're, you're in that healthy place, even if you're not in that healthy place, your body will give you signs, right? If you are about to walk down an unlit alley, when you have the street just to save a couple minutes or even save another 10 minutes and your body is going and start, if you start to shiver, if you start getting the shakes, if you get this creepy feeling over you, if you feel like somebody's watching you, your body has an internal danger system. Right. When you are living in a victim mentality, when you are living in an an emotionally unstable or negative place, you're not listening to those. Right. Right. Now, again, I will never do the shame or blame game. And this is not shaming victims. So don't think it is. But we have done many episodes. And one of the things that keeps coming up is that if you are in an abusive relationship where you keep calling in people who are not good for you, mm-hmm. what are your emotions like? I'm not saying you're purposely calling them in because it's unconscious. It is subconscious. It's under that level. But when you are living in an emotionally unstable place or an emotionally unhappy place or a negative victim mentality place, you're going to do and say things that aren't for your greater good right right when you meet mr tall dark and handsome (laughs) disney told us we needed mr tall dark and handsome (laughs) if you meet mr prince charming tall dark and handsome and you're not in a good place you're not going to feel that "Mm, there's some red flags there right you're not going to feel those right you're not going to feel well you're not going to do any research you're not going to you know they're trying to pass a law right now that says that you can go to a police station, search up and have them search your potential partner's name to see if there's anything you need to be worried about. Oh, wow. That's good. Right? <laughs> now, yeah. obviously, it's part of confidentiality. And on the one hand, yes. On the one hand, no. Right? You don't want to just be searching somebody up for, for no good reason. Right? Right. But... At the same time, they're trying to make it easier for us. Now, yeah, I've talked to many women who have been in abusive relationships and their self-worth is not the greatest, their confidence not the greatest, their, you know, it's 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 a process. And when somebody chooses a victim, a lot of the time, not all, not all but a lot of the time they will pick somebody they know is vulnerable. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. That's, and that's kind of like what the narcs do. They go to someone or they go to people who have a good heart and caring. Like they try to um, go to that person and kind of like just try to feed different things knowing in reality you know, it's never going to happen. It's, you know, just trying to feel this person, like, 
filled them with like illusions. And I want to say not even half truths, but yeah, sometimes it's half truths or no truths. So, um, and that's again from my experience um, or certain experiences too. Um, and the thing is not allowing, um, yeah, not allowing that. Um, another situation I wanted to share yeah. was when my son passed away um, from cancer, he was 10. And, you know, after, you know, going through the years of him, you know, have transitioned, you know, you really reflect on a lot of things um, as far as what you could have done, should have done different, or now that you learn more information, whether it's mentally, knowledgeably, um, you know, educationally wise, or um, did I say spiritually? Um, and you look at things kind of like, maybe I shouldn't have, you know, done that, or um, or maybe we should have done this a little differently, or it's just always something because you wish your loved one was still here. Um, but in that, being a caregiver and a mother, um, I could have made myself um, a victim. I've, you know, but instead I've chosen to, I know um, that everybody living has to die. Uh, we're not meant to be here forever. Um, and like you said, I don't want to put my spirituality on anyone else, but I know that I will see um, my son again. And then knowing that um, I'm okay, um, I'm okay, you know, sharing our story, I'm okay. Um, like you said, being an advocate for cancer families and cancer parents as well um and also cancer siblings because my my daughter she was a sibling of a cancer patient she goes through her you know emotional states even after you know his passing and she was going through it as well when he was alive um and trying not to because sometimes she i find that she tries to victimize herself like she thinks that she's the cause of why her brother is no longer here so um keeping her out of that victim mentality as well so that's another situation um, yeah I wanted and to share. there's people in in similar situations not the same obviously but there's there's people who have been victimized now you were victimized by loss and losing a child is never easy it is right. absolutely traumatizing. And for you and your daughter to go through not just the loss of, of, your, of your son, but also leading up to that loss, right? The cancer diagnosis, right. all of the treatments, all of the things that you had to go through. That's traumatic absolutely. for both of you, right? What right. Can end up, so what can end up happening with that is you can remain in, so again, the variations, right? One variation right. of victim mentality is staying in there and not processing and, and healing, right? You'll never right. truly heal from losing a child, but at the same time, you can use that pain and you can utilize it to grow and learn and, and find strength, right? And be that advocate. Um, but there's other victim mentality variations where, oh, you know, um, my child passed away and I'm, I need funds or I need money and then go fund me's and um, people trying to benefit off of that loss. Right. And trying to, oh there's a lot of people who do that. Right. Um, I've, I've come across that too, um, where not necessarily me, but um, people did try to use that moment of my son's passing my vulnerability state um, was asking for money. So <laughs> like and then trying to victimize me, making me seem like I was wrong because I'm like, no, this is my time. 
to try to um, grieve and you know cope with the passing of my son and I I still haven't had that chance yeah. to grieve <laughs> his passing I'm just um been mentally strong I guess because I've, I've always been understanding of you know on the spiritual side I've always understood um yeah I mean that's pretty much I because like I said I don't want to go too too deep on that yeah. but I've, I've always been understanding when it comes to to that yeah and I'm not like, saying definitely amazing yeah. <laughs> what people do <laughs> Not everybody who who starts to go fund me or not everybody who asks for help when they when they experience being a victim, not everybody is in that victim mentality. If you are struggling, you have every right to ask for help. What I mean is the people who will use that story repeatedly over and over and over again, not just to get what they need, but to get fame, to get fortune, to get recognition, to you know what I mean? There's a difference between writing a book about loss and, you know, saying, oh, you know, my, my child passed away and, you know, and I need um, all of this. And just like, there is a difference. And like I said, no blame or shame for people who truly need help, but there, right. is, there are people who will use that situation. Look at um, how many TV shows have we seen where uh, parents make their children sick just so that they get the attention, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. That, that actually happens. That's a yeah. victim mentality, right? It's a psychiatry victim mentality, but it is still a variation of victim mentality. Then you've right. got um, another another way people are victimized is, um, and this is going back to people who are not happy where they're at or happy with themselves, people who are vulnerable. Um, You look at how many scams, um, catfishing scams are online, right? Um, I had a guy message me yesterday and go, "Um, (laughs) you're beautiful. What are you? I'm like, lock just block right um Mm -hmm. there are a lot of people who not fall for that but are more vulnerable to that because they're starving for attention because they're they're having issues or they're not capable of you know finding love for themselves or they feel unworthy so any attention that they get they take there's you know what I mean there's so many different variations or so many different situations where we can find ourselves in a victim mentality. There's really negative ones. There's ones that are conscious. There's ones that are subconscious. Um, But sorry, (laughs) my cat has decided to lie at my elbow on my desk, of course, all over my paperwork. Um, and see, I could be a victim about that and go, why do you have to do that? No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> but I think, okay, so we've talked about the different variations of victim mentality are some of our experiences with a victim mentality. How do you think people can overcome victim mentality or change victim mentality? Just like I said at the um, beginning, um, uh, certain things, certain depending on the situation, um, taking responsibility and the accountability. Um, another thing is work on mindset. Um, everything comes down to your mindset, your growth, um, on what you want for yourself. Um, and not because when you have a victim mentality too, that means that opposite person of people are basically ruling or running or dictating what is to occur or not to occur in your life. Um, and it's about taking your, um, your power back even after something has happened. Um, 
things happen to us every day, normally and unknowingly. So um, it's just like we said, um, having it's a you know spiritual thing to knowing also that regardless of what happens to you that you're going to be okay yeah um, so yeah that's it. i would definitely say like i said a mindset thing is to grow wanting to grow yeah. and not be stuck in the past because i mean if i you know growing up um We've always had a, a, a really good life overall. Um, and, you know, I, I remember I shared on another interview, I was at a football game. I was young, probably maybe in between five or seven years old. And I was a child and it was other children at this football game going under like going to the concession stand. And there was this lady, I didn't know her. I was hanging with the other kids. Like other, the other kids had bumped her and everything. I'm just looking, right? I'm the one, I was like, you all need to say, excuse me, you all, you know, I'm kind of like the mama of the group, right? <laughs> and so she turned around and looked at me like she gave me such an evil stare. Like she eyed me, this is a an adult woman. I'm a child. Like I didn't touch, I didn't bump her, I didn't anything. I'm trying to calm down the situation. <laughs> she looked me up and down with her eyes like you could feel the heat type of eye eyeing down. And she was like, it was like this fear just had come out of her. Like she was like, I cannot stand you. I don't like you. And she said some other things, but I was just like, as a child, you know, you're like, I, you know, what, what can you say? Like, you just know, like, you didn't do anything. She seen you trying to the situation down and say, you all need to, you know, apologize or whatever, but this person, this spirit or whatever is coming at you. And so um, that's just one example. But out of all of the things that I've gone through, um, I could have easily chose the victim mentality. Yeah. But I chose to take those situations and be like, okay, um, I just know once I sense this type of person or spirit or whatever I face, this is not meant for me. <laughs> like yeah. I just stay away. Um, I could have easily, like I said, been, as I say, traumatized. Like, and, and that's another thing. Like, I don't believe in allowing <laughs> every little thing that happens to me. And it's just me personally. I don't believe in allowing everything negative, every wrong or misfortune or whatever. Um that happens to me whether directly or indirectly traumatize me like I just I think that's like this new age generation thing I don't know everything everybody's hurt everybody's traumatized like I don't know everybody's trying to heal I don't, I don't know to me it's like this trend thing and it's you know I mean not saying that people don't need to heal or not traumatized by whatever life experience business situation I just don't believe that everything has to be so devastating or traumatic to your life. It's like real events, um, such as, you know, a passing of a loved one or breaking into an, you know, an entering or, or, you know, just a car accident where you could have, you know, lost your life or been in a hospital. It's other things that's really devastating and really happening um and or just like the illegal accessing you know the stalking like those are real things but I can I mean to me you can still choose what you allow to traumatize you you well, know yeah. and 
we're allowed to be traumatized by anything right exactly like I don't to me to me it's such a trend <laughs> right now I don't know it's like a trend thing and I don't agree with it I uh you reminded me of an experience I had not that long ago and it's actually the other it, it's one of the variations of victim mentality my my so I was walking through Walmart with my mother-in-law my and my two daughters and my mother-in-law and youngest daughter were pushing the cars and they were behind my oldest daughter and I and my oldest daughter and I were walking down um one of the big sections of Walmart you know the main the main walkways right um so we're walking down one of the main walkways of Walmart and all of a sudden this woman comes walking towards us and we're all on one side of the aisle. Like, you know, you always stick to one side of the aisle, right? So she's right. coming up the same side. And instead of moving over from my, oh. my older daughter and I, she, her, uh, we have to split apart. She walks in between my daughter and I, and then goes around my mother-in-law and youngest daughter with cart. And so I'm like, okay <laughs> right and then and then my mother-in-law walks up to me and and I was like did you not like did you see that and she's like yeah and then we keep walking all of a sudden my oldest daughter turns to me and she said she hit me I said what like what what did you just say she goes yeah she like hit me with her shoulder while she was walking in between us and what? I said, I said, oh, <laughs> I said, why didn't you tell me this sooner? She right. goes, well, I don't know. And I said, but honey, you got to tell me this stuff sooner because I, I would have ripped her a new one, right? Like right. Mom, mama bear's fierce here, right? Like we, right. we mama bears got to stick together. <laughs> exactly. Right. right? <laughs> now, if I had actually gone up to her and been like, excuse me, you need to apologize to my daughter right? Which is what I would have done. I would have said, you right. need to apologize to my daughter. If I'm trying to teach her manners and respect, then you need to do the same. Right? right. And so, but if I had done that, she was most likely, and I'm energetic. Um, I'm, I'm a psychic intuitive medium. So I feel that energy. Um, right. When, if I had done that with her, she would have turned around and put the blame on my daughter. She wouldn't right, have taken exactly. responsibility for exactly. that. Right? She would have that. Yeah. So that's yeah. a that's that's victim mentality right there. She would have made herself the victim, yet right. she did the victimization. Right? She victimized right. my daughter. Exactly. Exactly. And that's not okay. It's not. It's really not. not. That's exactly what we were just saying earlier. Like how people try to flip that they know that they have done the victimization and they try to flip it. Some even try to try to do the blame game. <laughs> mm -hmm. Try to do the blame game and flip it. So it's just, yeah. Exactly. That's the main thing. But, but and that's the thing. Pardon <laughs> me? I say, if you had a known sooner. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, I, ha I have a tendency, though. Um, people try to argue with me, and it doesn't work because I don't argue. Um, me? That's me. I don't argue. Um, yeah, my yeah. husband's. Um, what did my husband bought my mother-in-law a shirt and it said, what did it say? Oh, I, and I loved the saying because it was just funny. Um, I'm not arguing with you. What is the saying? I am not arguing. I'm just explaining why I'm right. 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 So I don't argue. <laughs> Um, 
Now, if I'm wrong, if I'm proven wrong, right? And I only argue when I wholeheartedly believe that I'm right. 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 Yeah. But yeah. I've also when it's worth it, though, yeah, it's like you have to yeah. really see the work of fighting for something. Yep. Yeah. But I don't argue to change somebody else's opinion. I don't argue right. to exactly. change your belief. I don't argue to pull to prove you wrong. Right. Um, exactly. Now, at the same exactly. time. Oh, I could go into a whole nother episode with that topic. So um, but again, <laughs> you know, I wholeheartedly believe that she owed my daughter an apology because yeah, there did. is no reason why she should have shoulder checked my daughter. Yeah. No reason. Yeah. It was a yeah. So now it's like, you know, I could have, I could have walked over to her and said something. She was a few aisles away, but I could have, but I chose not to. Right. I chose right. to be the bigger person and go whatever and just keep walking. Right. Um, but it is people, people like to, people will do things. They'll actually do things. Yeah. And yet make things. themselves, the, themselves the victim. All the time. <laughs> yeah. All the time. Yeah. Well, is there anything else you'd like to add before we get going? Oh, I enjoyed today's <laughs> conversation. And I'm pretty sure like we can be a lot deeper and talk a lot more. Yeah. <laughs> so, but I, I truly enjoyed this. Um, yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much. You're very welcome. Thank you for joining me. This is, you know, I, I don't bring these topics to shame or blame anybody for anybody who's watching, even, even for yourself. That's right. not our purpose, right? Our purpose is awareness. Number one, self-awareness. This show right. is all about personal development. It's all about right. taking accountability for your life, taking accountability for where you're at, what you want, where you're going. And that's what we talk about diversity. We talk about the hard topics like victim mentality. Tomorrow's episode, we're talking about surviving sexual assault. And we talk about the hard topics. Um, and that's what we do because that's the whole point of the show, right? Is to bring awareness to the topics people don't want to talk about, um, but should be because we're not alone. Um, anyway. Thank you so much for joining me today as my cat has decided that she's going to sit in front of me <laughs> for the end of the video. Um, go ahead. And I was going to say, just knowing, um, like in a, another recent interview that I've done, um, just knowing life happens and it happens to everyone. Like no one is excluded from life and the things that happen. Mm -hmm. um, within that so once you understand that um and you know people understand that they are no and really get in tune with um like we said self-awareness um the surroundings in and out knowing um it's okay nobody's perfect nobody living <laughs> we, and we won't be perfect until the day that we die knowing that it's okay to make mistakes knowing that it's okay i'm not always right um it's okay, it's okay to, to not be okay right and it's okay to have different perspectives on life um but just understanding and valuing others um outlooks so but yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's what i'm saying absolutely all right. Well, thank you again. I really appreciated it. To our just the family, I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you would like to connect with Philandis, you can do so. Um, I've tagged her or I've put in the description her Facebook page, um, even through the storm, I believe it's called. And that yeah. is for your book that you wrote on, you know, overcoming uh, what, what you've experienced or going through what you've experienced. So if you want to check that out, go and check that out. Link in the descriptions. If you'd like to connect with either myself or Philandis, you can do so through those links in the descriptions. 
Um, if you'd like to be a guest on the show, you can do so at Just Alive TV. We're always looking for guest speakers, people who want to share their stories, um, their oh how they overcame their struggles. We're always, always open to featured topics as well. If there's a topic that you would like to see on the show, then absolutely reach out to us at justalivetv.com. Like and follow us on our on our all our social platforms and make sure that you join our newsletter to see what's up and coming. So thank you again. I really appreciated your time. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you so much. <laughs> You're very welcome. All right, just a family. This is Melissa signing out. I will see all of you on the next episode. Bye. Bye.